and welcome to Stephen Rollins Beer Podcast. Number 215. Stephen, 215, anything interesting you can tell me about that number? Uh, it's not so interesting, but there's Huang Gufu Mi, the Chinese, famous Chinese physician and scholar, was born in the year 215. Very interesting, thank you. You're welcome. Every day is a school day. Uh, and I am just here to educate and spread my wisdom across the world. <laughs> a figure of wisdom that you are. Indeed. Um, this week's brewery, these new guys, I've never heard of them before. Are they, are they new? Yeah, Buxton Brewery, based in the middle of nowhere. I'm not quite sure where it is. No, I've never heard of them. No. They must be keeping themselves very quiet. Yeah, all the rest of you should definitely not drink their beer, so we can but if they don't drink their beers, they won't be able to make the beers that, that we can oh, then that drink. That doesn't work, does it? Yeah. Okay, drink all their beers so they can make more for us. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, yes, we this week we have uh, Buxton. Um, for those not in the know, probably... Well, for me, I can say quite categorically one of my favourite breweries in the town of Buxton. Definitely <laughs> my favourite brewery. Out of all of the breweries in the town of Buxton, this is probably my favourite. Um... Although I'm sure there are others that can be tried. Um, no, I'm I'm a huge fan. Uh, I'm a huge fan of what uh, Buxton do. Uh, Dennis, who is hmm, what's Dennis's proper title? I don't know, brewery manager or something like that. Yeah, is just yeah. I mean, they're just great people. Fixer of maker of stuff happen. Yes, yeah. Very much the fa- the, the the face of of Buxton. Yeah. Um, Along although, with... although the uh, I'm trying to think of the owner's name and I'm terrible because we went out for gin and tonics just just a few months ago. But uh, Jeff? Jeff, yeah, maybe. Um, uh, but yeah, or he is the owner and like yeah, set up Buxton. But Dennis has come in and uh, been part of. I think their rise. I think yeah, you know, the, the way that we've seen them in lots more places than we ever have before. I mean, and one of the telling things about. A business, uh, you know, say, it's how long they hold on to the people they get. Mm. And you look at Buxton and the core people there mm. have been there for quite a long time now. They're really associated. So the head brewer there, Colin, is very well known throughout um, the beer scene as well. And it's been there for many years now. And, and I can imagine not an easy place to get talented people to move to um you know it is in the middle of nowhere you know it's it's a train journey to go anywhere apart from buxton mm. and you have Absolutely. to drive to go anywhere and it's uh, it's a very very well, small town we're lucky enough to to know the guys there recently means well and to work with them um and to visit i've been able to visit them as well one of the interesting ones i noticed is most of them don't live in buxton mm. most of them live uh more towards um, the Derbyshire side and of um, probably is Derbyshire isn't it oops um, it is oh there we go yeah but they live more towards uh, more across from there and they come into Buxton whereas lots of people who work at um, Thornbridge not actually that far away in Bakewell again live outside Bakewell and travel in so lots of them kind of cross each other's paths on their ways to work to work so Thornbridge yeah. live in Buxton and Buxton live in uh, Bakewell. Bakewell. That, Excellent. That's, not that's, quite, but yeah, nearly. What a plan. What a cunning plan. Um, so the beer good. is called um, Mer- Mercia. Mercia. Um, it is an oatmeal hot burst session IPA. Explain to me, Roland, and the wonderful <coughs> listeners at home what an oatmeal hot burst session IPA is. Uh, it's tasty. Mm. 
If you want some more details, okay, so it's an IPA, so it's hoppy. Mm-hmm. No, it's, no. I know we shocked you with that revelation. Yeah. It's. I'm um, glad you're here. It's session, so it's a bit less strong than the normal IPA. Four percent. Actually, and I think that's a British version of session. Yeah. Rather than the American version of session, that's probably about five and a half percent. The oatmeal is relatively straightforward. Again, it just means that they've used oats in the. In the grist there. To but give you tell us, why would body. they use oats? So uh, oats are really good for for using for lower like session type beers, particularly because they give extra body and chewiness. So you don't get that thinness that we sometimes see when you get lower lower alcohol beers. And then hop burst. I I, 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 knew, that I knew about the oatmeal by the way. Yeah. I was setting you up. You, for you've that. got all the skills. I know. Seamless. See. Seamless. Um, Hot burst. I had to look up the hot burst because I know what hot burst is. We should have to explain the hot burst. I can't remember explaining, but a hot burst is basically um, it's a way of in like putting the because they use it at um, what's it, anarchy? Um, dark, used to be dark star. No, is it anarchy? An- Brewery in Scotland, in Scotland, in Newcastle. Anarchy, my, uh, yeah, anarchy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anarchy, yes. So anarchy have the, that's the way they hop a lot of their things as well. Is hot with burst, this hot okay. burst thing, but you can explain okay, the so details of it. There's, there's lots of variation, and because most of these things involve the word hop, they all get a little bit mixed up often. Mm-hmm. Hot burst is actually very similar to what lots of people were doing already, which is to throw all of your hops in, but at the very end of the boil. Mm-hmm. So, hot burst is seems to have become popular from home brewers. And it basically means not really using any bittering hops at the start of the boil, waiting until you're really coming towards the end of the boil, and then throwing all your hops in to get flavour out. And of it. throwing a lot more in, isn't it? So oh yeah, you're trying, you're trying to get a lot more. A, you're putting a lot more in to get a lot less out, so you're extracting yeah. less from a lot more. Yeah, absolutely. You need more, so, so you can get the. You flavor. can really notice on this one that it's not a bitter beer. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of flavour there, but it isn't bitterness because your bitterness only comes from prolonged period where the hops, uh, the hop oils uh, get isomerized when they're on that boil. So the idea is if you throw it all in at the end and nothing at the be- beginning, they don't have time to really isomerize. So you don't get a lot of bitterness, you get a lot more flavor in ratio. Mm-hmm. So um, the branding, uh, Buxton have gone through quite a lot of rebranding mm. I think on the way that they present in their beers they used to have one style label that just changed colour for lots of different things and now they're starting to get pictures I think they're being done by an American artist as well I believe that's right yeah um, so they, they've got somebody that just works purely so same person all the time yeah. they will send them something to do and then the artist will send the, the artwork back um, there seems to be a lot of that I, I've noticed like, since Fancy, yeah. getting close to Brute so like um the guys in Weird Beard, mm. he's the same artist for everything. I think he's based somewhere foreign. I think it's a great way to keep consistency across your brand. Yeah, yeah. But also to get get variation. Like one of the, I think one of the things that really stands out is that I find books and beers still very recognisable. Yeah. Despite the fact that they all look different. They've got the right bits the same. They've got the font the same. They've got the, the logo where you, when you look for it in the yeah. right place. Um, I also like the use of colours. Mm-hmm. Like they've got a, a limited range of colours always on each each label. Yeah. And I think that makes it really striking. But yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I really like I really like the the rebrand stuff that they've gone through. Mm. Uh, I actually was it last night or the night before I was drinking some Kingslayer, mm. um, their double IPA, 
and uh, was admiring uh, the artwork on the label there. And it's completely different to that one as well. Completely yeah. different style, and and and, and I, but you could still tell it belonged together, which is you know, good branding guidelines. Uh, I'm guessing for the 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 artists they're working with. Yeah, absolutely. So, the beer. I know this beer really well. I don't really need to drink a, a lot of it because uh, I've already drunk enough of it. I will say, not one of my favourites at Buxton. Yeah, okay. But that's because Buxton have things like Axe Head. <laughs> Buxton have things like the Double Porter. Buxton have things like Kingslayer. Yeah. Like, they have such a range of beers that I am properly loving that this one kind of falls off a little bit for me because... I've got all these other tasty ones as well. Really, yeah, Mike, I'm agree with you. If I say that this isn't one of my favourites, that isn't to say that I don't love this beer. Yeah, oh, yeah well, it just... will come clear in my score that I like this beer very yeah. much, but it's definitely not one of my favourites. Because they've got so many exceptional beers. Mm. As I've said before on here, Accent for me is the benchmark for an IPA. Mm. And session IPAs are a different thing, but you're always looking for them to try and see how close can they get to what you get with an IPA mm. um, now I, I'm, this hot bursting gives it this really distinct flavour with that with low bitterness and I must admit I kind of prefer a little bit more of the bitterness um, for whatever I think, reason I, I, yeah I think it's a little unfair to because this is I don't know if I'm right in saying this but I'm fairly confident that it's probably the only one that they're hot bursting from the, the, their IPA range kind of thing so what, like it's good to have something different and this beer is different to their other beers it there's no yeah. point having another IPA do something different with it or just have a good IPA yeah. and when you've got something like Axedge on your catalogue you, yeah. you, you have to make something different um, and, uh, yeah and, and to be yeah. really clear I think this is it's purely personal yeah, yeah. the fact that this is not like I think this is an excellent beer yeah that it's not my personal preference over some of their other beers yeah doesn't detract from the fact that i think it's a really excellent beer yeah no i agree um so come on get on with scoring i think it's tasty i have drunk much of this before i'm sure i'll drink more of this in the future it's very juicy which i really like it's got that the mouth feel you get with it the sweetness that but also that that fruit flavor they managed to get out the hops there um yeah i can drink a lot of that very happily and have done I'm sure we'll do in the future. So You've eight that and a half. twice now. I'll drop your bottle top for Thank you. you. You drop the bottle top. Um, yeah, for me, um, say not one of my favourite Buxtons, but still an excellent beer. I like it because it is different to the like. It'd be very easy to make a variation of Axe Edge and you know yeah absolutely uh, stick a different label on it. But I like that they've gone for something different in it. Um, I love the brewery. I, I love. I don't think I've got a beer I dislike of theirs, no. and there are very few breweries I can say that with. Even with some of my faves, like Weird Beer, there are some beers I don't like of those, yep. but I do love all of the Buxton range. I think it's very well curated. I think consistency, yeah. like the reliability, you know you can pick something up from the mint, you're going to enjoy it, yeah. and that's, that's pretty special. Um, well brewed, good beer, nice to have something at 4%. Uh, I am going to go absolutely crazy and agree and go 8.5. Wow. Consistency from us as well. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, I think it, I, I kind of knew that was going to be both of our scores before we even opened it yeah. too. So, I mean, uh, and just what it's... 
Clearly, is what it is. Clearly, we can put the disclaimer in there. We are a little bit coloured because they are really nice people, mm. and we really do really and like their friends. Um, at the same time, I think like, this is something that I've heard from a lot of other people in the UK beer scene as well as when they talk about Buxton. Is you know, if you pick something up from them, you're always like, you can do that confidently. Good. You put the money down and you don't worry about whether you're going to enjoy it or not because you know you will. Yeah, no, they are just good. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a good note to finish on. I think Isn't we should drink up and shut up. We are done. done.